Hey everyone and welcome to the Commander's Vault. I'm JB. I'm Trevor. I'm Adam. I'm Neil. And I'm Dale. And uh, we're just a bunch of dudes sitting around talking about magic. And uh, we do have a special guest star today. Uh, you know, before my plug for the Comics Vault sponsorship, which we love so dearly. Uh, we have the owner of the Comics Vault here with us, Neil. Um, he's pretty excited to talk about some new Commander stuff, which has poured in over the last week and a half. Oh, yeah. um, we're, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this, yeah. this episode. Yeah, I figured you guys were going to have a party while you did this episode, and I wanted to be included, so um, <laughs> it's a good one to jump in on. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a Definitely a whole bunch of stuff to mesh through. Yeah, thank you, Gavin, for um, the, re- uh, the information that you, were, you gave us and things like that uh, on the, uh, the Game Nights podcast yep. or the Game Nights YouTube channel and stuff like that. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, and uh, if you're not familiar, uh, Gavin Vary is... Uh, one of uh, the employees at Wizards, and he went on a YouTube channel and released a whole slew of things that are coming next year for Commander. <laughs> and when I say a slew, I, it there is a lot of stuff coming. We have, I mean, we're getting our own draft set. Oh, yeah. yeah, like ah, uh. which I'm curious how it's going to go down in draft and whatnot. Yeah, like, are you going to draft like? A hundred card commander deck? Are you going to draft a fifty card deck? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm also curious it's, to what the parameters yeah. of that are going to be. I think it's three packs of twenty, and then you toss in forty lands. No kidding! Oh, wow. Hmm. And then that's pretty sweet. And then, dude, you got seventy legends, yeah. seventy new legends, right? If I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, seventy new legendary creatures. Um, some planeswalkers, bonkers. Um, yeah. It's going to be sweet. Bonkers. Yeah, definite facelift for the EDH format. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to maybe getting some new broken competitive commanders. I mean, there's got to be at least a handful in there. Yeah. And uh, the way that uh, the quarters work out is with the new set in, is what, early second quarter? Yeah, Ikoria. Ikoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get five commander decks. In April, I think it's April twenty fourth. Yeah, if and I remember correctly, in those within those five commander decks, we have seventy one brand new cards. I, uh, I think the track records for old commander printings like kind of speak for themselves. You know, uh, you know the first set of commander decks printed Flusterstorm. Yep. yep. You know, if we're getting you know seventy one new cards, there is absolutely no way probable that all of them can be mediocre there's gonna oh, be yeah. some there's crazy be some cards yeah. that, mm. and of those 71 not one are going to be found in the booster packs yeah oh, interesting yep. hmm. they're I only in the commander sets or that's the pre-cons dope. that's super awesome now i'm very excited now i hear that these uh pre-cons are kind of based around the uh behemoths themselves yeah they're tied they're tied into the set i don't know that we know in what way yet but i could very well see that i think the whole deal with this ikoria set is a um build your behemoth or whatever it's called like a build your monster kind of thing um like stable i was gonna say it makes me think of unstable with like the quote-unquote meld cards that like you know fit together think big furry monster um stuff like that like who knows? Maybe you'll get like, maybe there'll be partner commanders for that where it's like one half of your monster is this commander and one half is this commander and like you get them both on the field and they do something special and it's like this great be big behemoth. You know what I mean? Like that'd be a cool new twist on the partner mechanic. Um, that's my thought anyway. And so this will be the time of the year that's the new commander Christmas. This is when mm-hmm. we'll always get the five decks, um, and this comes out on pre-release weekend. 
So oh, sweet. Know, you so go you... and play your pre-release for Icor, but you can grab the entire case of oh god these decks that same yeah. weekend. They it's love good, us. My wallet is already crying. Oh yeah. Well, it's great that they turn tax season into commander season. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. <laughs> Perfect. Time. My wallet has inter- uh, learned to interpret the pain as pleasure. Um, it is Ooh. somewhat of a sadomasochist at this Naughty. point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the. Next year is just there's two full quarters of Christmas yeah. for Commander. Yeah. Um, because once Zendikar Rising hits, there's going to be more Commander decks. Yep, two more. And with that, they're printing. Was it? I think it's only three new cards. Yeah. With yeah. That. Yep. But. But still, I mean, tons of good reprints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're gonna yeah, get a lot gonna... of good Commander staple reprints. That'll be um, definitely welcome. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then. We have the uh, Commander Collection Green, which is a new product entirely. It's going to be reprints of Commander staples in green with all new art in foil and non-foil versions. Yeah, I'm thinking Spellbook from the vaults. Uh, yes, you know exactly. What I mean? So, yes, um, there's eight reprint cards in a box themed to a color. So, and it will be the same eight in every box, right? Kind of like the Spellbook. Yeah. That's what I like. I, I think of it more like yeah, the yeah. From the Vault. Like yeah, definitely. Style. Yep. I feel like what they'll do since it's non-foil and foil is they'll do like the spellbook style where it was like one of the one card of the eight in a random box is the foil one that you get. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that way you're still not sure which foil you're getting, or maybe they'll just straight up do here's the premium version of it and it's you know thirty bucks more and here's the non-premium version. Yeah, of here's it. how it's that's like gonna work. Bucks. Uh, every WPN store will get the regular ones. If you're a WPN premium store, you can get foil ones. Oh, oh. so those are the the foil ones, and they're all eight cards. Um, the only way you can get a foil one is if your LCS, uh, sorry, LGS, <laughs> is a uh, is a is a, a premium store. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, we got to figure out how to get you into that status. <laughs> yeah, <so we> can. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> well, here's the thing: the, of all this news, my favorite, which is going to get us to premium store in a snap of a finger that uh, commander attendance is soon going to be counted toward my engaged players. Oh, hell yeah. So yeah. you guys want to talk about what an engaged player is, and that's a little was hard for me to do in a commander shop because an engaged player only counts if you're doing draft, uh, sealed, or modern. Really? Yeah. yeah. No standard? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it was those four, but it definitely was yeah. not Commander. Well, yeah, but now, up until now, those Commander players are going to count toward engaged players, yeah. and that was the only thing that was keeping us, you know, yeah, out of the the premium. I'd say eighty percent of the crowd here, at the very least, is a is Commander players. So, right. Yeah, being so able to I have can run presentation. Commander for Friday Night Magic, which yeah. is like the best news I could ever think. of. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad awesome. uh, Wizards finally woke up and figured out that Commander is like as big as it is, and so many people play it. I yeah. mean, th- with that, and I mean, there's going to be a viable metric that they can look at these Command Fests coming up. Um, I mean, I think the Seattle one straight sold out. Yeah, yeah, one of it them. Did. Yeah, one of them straight sold out already. And it's so. I mean, it's there. The people are there. They're spend. They're willing to spend the money. I mean, just look at us. I mean, we're not. In Wizards' eyes, we aren't the minority now. Yeah. yeah. It's like we are. We we're strictly commander players mostly, and you know. 
I don't know about anybody else, but you know, I probably dropped more than I should on this game. Oh yeah, I'll for sure. Agreed. I but, think Commander yeah, players small are <laughs> actually probably the majority of Magic players now because most people who do play 60 card also probably have a casual EDH deck that they play yeah, that as well. At the very, yeah, at the very yeah. least. And if they definitely. don't, they've probably had people saying, hey, you should build a Commander deck, yeah, and they've probably sure. been thinking about brewing one. I know a couple people that, like, you know, the only, like, they don't play Commander, but every time, like, for example, my fiance's friend's boyfriend he you know he plays old style magic and every he wants to play and i'm like dude build a commander deck you'll you'll never like he's always like oh i can't find people to play you know legacy with or whatever it is kitchen table it's like dude build a commander deck like all the people around here play commander you know what i mean so it's a great way and it's all like almost always considered the most fun multiplayer format well, like, that's, that's the thing, too, is, like, you can go and you can do, like, like we do and put a bunch of money into our EDH decks and uh, get them real good, or you can just make yeah, something casual. You don't casual. have to. Yeah, you don't you have to. You can make something janky. Oh, yeah. I like this card. This is in the color identity. I'm going to throw this card in there. Yeah, uh, totally. I like this card. Uh, I have a special connection to this card, whether it's the first rare I've ever gotten or... Uh, I like this artwork. I can throw it in a commander deck and uh, just kind of have fun sitting around for a couple hours. That's the, one of the best things about commander is the fact that it's an eternal format. Like yes. you can literally play cards from everywhere. You know what I mean? You don't have it has no. Oh well, you can only play cards from you know this time period, or you can only play cards from whatever. You know what I mean? It's an eternal format. You can play stuff from wherever you were in Magic. I know people who played in the 90s maybe got out of it because they had kids or whatever and they come back to it within the last few years and like they can still potentially play those cards that they had back in the day and stuff like that you know what's the uh what's legacy sets what's that go from everything but like power nine yeah like there's a legacy ban list everything else yeah but but yeah like essentially commander has the same ban list as legacy more or less okay like it's a very similar ban list to the legacy i've been meaning to bring my vile smasher the fierce edh deck up here that i built and it's a thematic deck so it's pretty janky it's no it's casual to the max but every card in the deck is from either 2005 or older there's like no new so like that's like you can take that route too like it's a very cheap deck just stuff i had laying around in bulk built the deck i mean it's still decent from just play testing at home with it it's gonna be a fun deck to play but yeah totally just thematic and doesn't have to be competitive or anything and that's the thing too is like one of the best places to play thematic decks is in commander think tribal decks you know what i mean like Tribes are not necessarily viable in a lot of other formats, but there's a lot of tribal support in commanders, so it's like, I really dig vampires. Well, we've got tons of vampire commanders for you. I really dig elves. Well, we've got tons of elves for you, you know what I mean? And even now, with cards like Morophon, the Boundless, like you can play whatever the hell you want. Yeah, like, I can be like, I want to play, you know, Hummerids. Yeah, I want to play Kifkin. You know what I mean? Like stuff that like doesn't really get printed all that often, but now it kind of has a commander and stuff like that. You, the possibilities are definitely limitless. I mean, I know people who have uh, had cards in their deck that lit- uh, have sand, whether it's in their flavor text, the uh, name of the card. Like it's an all sand deck. Yeah, <laughs> just simply just yeah. janky. I um, saw one where it was a guy. He built the commander deck, and every art had a chair in it. 
Yeah. It was chair tribal is what yeah. he called it. Yeah, it was I, just I've seen awesome. that. I've seen yeah. that, but with hats. Yeah, yeah. Hat, yep. hat like, tribal. Seriously, the possibilities are endless. And it does not have to be super good as long as you're having fun playing it. That's what matters. And that is honestly the best thing about the format. Being a, such an interactive format, normally having four players or more, mm-hmm. like the focus for a, like 99.9% of the commander community is having fun. Yeah, yeah. Then there's the point zero one percent who are filthy CDH players and just I feel and attacked. There, <laughs> and that's the masochism aspect where yeah. it's just like you know when you're getting these crazy CDH plays on turns three and four, and or getting your stuff stopped on turns three or four, and you just gotta grind out a really really grimy game. Yep. You know, but a lot of the times it's. It's politics, it's inter- social interaction, it's yeah. just a lot of fun. People really, like, I've seen people just take back plays because of the collective groan of the table. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, someone's about to slap that cyclonic rift and everyone just, Dude, yeah, <laughs> come on. Come on Dude, don't do that. I'll do this instead, you know? Yeah. And totally. then it's like politics, you know, and yeah. which I, you know, a lot of people don't enjoy sometimes because politics definitely has a it's got a fine line you have to yeah, walk you know what i mean it's if such it, a variable it really oh, is yeah. it really is like and, something along the lines like for example the other day we were playing a game with neil where he had a void winnower on the board for those who don't know void winnower is um colloquially known as the card that's like you can't even so it's you can't cast cards with even convert a mana cost and you can't attack or block with creatures with even convert a mana cost and it was really kind of hurting the table. So it was like, okay, well, you know, if you deal with the Void Winnower, I'll deal with this thing. And you just sort of forge alliances with the other players at the table as best as you can for a time period. Until but you have to ex- stab them in the ex- back. Yes, exactly, yeah. yes. There's a lot <laughs> Which of... Which everyone knows is coming. Yeah. You know, it's not... It's yeah. In politics, there are bonds forged and bonds broken. <laughs> I like to picture Commander as, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah, 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 the uh, epitome of Game of Thrones. You have your commander on the battlefield and whatnot. You guys make these back alley deals, trying to like take down the the worst enemy at the table, and then eventually, like the Lannisters send the regards, and then you start stabbing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When you play the game of Commander, you either win or you die. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, some of my best Commander memories have been like politicky games or you know just where something just absolutely insane has happened yeah that you couldn't like the cards or the board state didn't really dictate the direction that was going to go but like an agreement was struck and it just spiraled out from there yeah just I, man commander's just the best format it is the thank format. you wizards for finally getting on the wagon yeah oh yeah i think a lot of that had to do with the the quote unquote success of the brawl set and I say that in quotes because I think Wizards realized that the players who were buying the Brawl decks were the Commander players to tear them apart for things like the Arcane Signet, the new art of a Command Tower, things like that. Um, there, it's not that Brawl is necessarily a bad format. I mean, I've, I've spoken in the past about how I feel about it. I think the rotation is yeah. not that great, but it, it was... It's good for commander players, and I think they realize that. Like, yeah. I think it sold very well, but I think they know that it wasn't because Brawl is a good format. <laughs> it's because you printed commander staples, and 
Lots of people buy Commander. I so. mean, I'm a simple man. If they print a Commander staple, I will buy it. Yeah, like, 100%. You know? 100%. <laughs> like, like, Arcane Signet is honestly easily one of the like better staples that's come out recently in something. You know what I mean? Like, that can slot into any multicolor deck and do you right. Like, people already run Felwar Stone. This is a better Felwar Stone. Yeah. So. And, but I mean, like, it, it's... Even in a monocolor deck, it's a functionally better diamond because yeah. the diamonds come intact. That's yeah. true. That's true. It's just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. But enough of our love for Commander Soapbox. <laughs> uh, let's yeah. get back to the spoilers and things like that. So yeah, there was a huge leak in uh, Theros Beyond Death. Uh, some somebody got a hold of some product. Yeah, I heard it was like they bought, like they managed to find the packs on the shelf at Walgreens or something like that. Or like, that's I would put that in huge quotation marks to say <laughs> I don't want to jeopardize my source. Yeah, this is how yeah, I got them. I definitely packs agree. at a Walgreens. Regardless yeah. of okay. how they got them, they got them. Yeah, and they've leaked them. Yeah, um, some pretty neat stuff. I think the biggest thing for me was the lands. Yeah, the lands are beautiful. Oh my gosh, you th- you think un- unstable lands? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about that? Look at these yeah. crazy Theros lands that are full art and have this really cool aura around one of, them. one of the players that we have here, his name is Shaw. He actually made a funny joke um, that they kind of looked like Pokemon energy. They definitely do. <laughs> and, and I do agree, but I'm okay with it because they yeah. look amazing. Like I mean, the swamp I is, love the ugh. art. It looks awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big... Uh, astro photography astro like guy yeah. so the whole constellation theme is just like yeah. i love it it looks Super sick dope. the best one by far is the is the mountain he thinks so it yeah. looks the most like if you were looking out into like space Milky Way. it yeah. looks like something yeah. you i would think see it's just space. got that fibonacci sequence yeah. curve correct you know like what I mean? you're not looking into space and really seeing like a broccoli head but you you definitely can like get the swirl. Yeah, almost looking like a nebula or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I personally like the swamp. Yeah, That's, the swamp yeah. is nuts. Yeah, can't go wrong. With an with island skull. in the close second. The island is beautiful. It really is. I, I Depending on the foiling of the planes, I think that could push it over. Yeah, to my one yeah. of my favorites. I like I like the planes too. The planes because, and the mountain. But yeah. yeah, the um the constellation broccoli is definitely on the. It's not that good, but it's still now, nice. Now, what right. these are is, this is Nyx. This is, like, the mana uh, enthralled within Nyx uh, itself. Because um, this is beyond death, so we're going to be dealing with the underworld and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then with Theros being, like, God-related, like, this is their... Uh, what, is, what is the pantheon of the gods for, for the Greek? It's the... They, that, what do you, yeah, yeah that, the that's pantheon. Just, oh, that's it's just the Greek they, pantheon. They don't have a special yeah. name. Not um, really. But yeah, that's. I think that's kind of cool. Like where the gods get their mana from is from Nyx, and you kind of get it depicted in that uh, uh, land. I also think their uh, wizards is trying to outdo themselves with each new set with a new land. Uh, I'm okay idea with that. Or whatnot. I'm okay with that. I'm getting. I'm running out of ideas on where to put these lands in my decks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm going to foil swamp out Nart. Uh, yeah, with these it, it it's just too good yeah I'm, i agree man, they look i'm a i'm a slut for pretty lands yeah <laughs> and i 100 percent agree my yogmoth deck has like all foil basics from like you know new phyrexia like the whole phyrexian block like the scars block yeah, um pretty just cool thematic. sets like that that yeah it's thematic and things like did that did anyone buy a fat pack from throne 
No. No. How are the lands separated in fat packs these days? Do you still get a section of foils and a section of regular basics? No, I think... I think you just get, unless it's a special set, like for example, when like Battle for Zendikar came out, it was like 40 of them were pulled aside, or for example, even more recent, a Monkat, an hour of Devastation, 40 of the lands were packed separately and they were your full arts, and then the other 40 were just regular basics from the set. Um, but they do give you foils now, right? I thought the I think Throne of Eldraine is separated fifty fifty. You get half of the lands that come in it are foil lands. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that you say that, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how the that makes is, sense. Don't they didn't do the foil, <laughs> like they didn't do the full arts and stuff like that. That makes sense. Yeah. I think you, I, yeah, I think when they release the whole like we're changing our card stock and you know we're gonna do this and that and the other, I do, I think that was detailed in that little announcement. Um, uh, one of the a speculation that I have about um, the Theros Beyond Death set would be to get like a like a Nikthos reprint in a different manner, though. So like um, Nikthos was destroyed, right? If I like, wasn't it destroyed in the last set of Theros? Like the shrine was broken. Uh, I don't remember. I think that's what our friend not. Wesley was saying. Like the, the shrine of Nikthos was remember. broken. So I think it would be cool to get like. Maybe a colorless land that does something similar to what Nikthos did and call it like Nikthos Desiccated, Desecrated Shrine or something like that. Yeah. And it, instead of it being like something that produces colored mana, maybe it produces some type of colorless mana or something like that. Or mana for a specific purpose, like only to cast enchantments or something like yeah. that. Um, I think that'd be cool. I Just sort of get like the other side of the coin, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just something new added to it and whatnot. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much speculation on Theros yet. Uh, out of the stuff that is spoiled, did anything jump out to you guys? The, the black, omens. Yeah, the black enchantment. Yeah. With flash, one drop, black, flash, and then when it ETBs, you return a uh, creature from your graveyard to your hand. And then for two and a black, uh, sack it, and you get to scry two. I think they all have that last line of text. It's for three yeah. of whatever that mana is. Like, you know, for example, a blue and two or a green and two. And then you scry two. Um, and they, they all have relatively decent abilities that relate to the color that they come from. Like, for example, I think the blue one is just you scry two both times. Each so we'll scry two, then draw. And yeah. Then, yeah, then all of them have... Uh, whatever color it is, and then scry too. Yep. I like the fact that they have flash. Yeah, I think it's super cool. I think that's, and they're common too. That's what's killing me the most is like that black one is going to be readily abundant. Um, you can cast it at in, it's basically a one drop instant that returns a, you know, creature to your hand. It's pretty sweet. And then you can cash it in later for some card advantage. Like, I really dig it. I really like the new Karyatid. Yeah. Um, it's basically. The same as Sylvan Karyatid, minus the PT and the... Uh, Defender. The Hexproof. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hexproof. But uh, the little tagline that's like, add one mana of any color. If you control a creature of power four or greater, add two mana of any color instead. Yeah, it's pretty Which, sweet. it's a mono green, so it's... What is mono green going to do? Have gonna, creatures with four. It's going to shat out a bunch of <laughs> fat power four or greater creatures. Yep. So it's just a two mana dork for two, which I think is pretty, yeah, pretty good. Uh, I see that sagas are coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I cool. forgot about that. Um, 
I always, I liked the saga mechanic. There wasn't any that like jumped out to me, but yeah, none were really super cool powerful or anything mechanic like that itself. The Crowling War is going to be a behemoth and standard, but that is that one of the new ones. Yeah, it's it. In my opinion, I think it'll probably get banned in standard unless they're trying to like not ban things they just printed. But it's pretty broken, especially yeah. with Cavalcade and Tor Brown and all that type Oof. of mono red burn deck. Yep, it's pretty ridiculous. But um, another one that I liked was Minions Return. It is uh, two and a black for an aura enchantment with flash that says when enchanted creature dies, return that card to the battlefield under your control. Ooh. So essentially, it's a three mana savior dude. Uh, I feel yeah. like the flash, you know, makes it that much more viable because you can save it as like a combat trick. Yeah, for sure. Like you're gonna block this dude, like lose your creature. Maybe it's got death touch or something yeah, like that. You know what something. I mean? And like you want to be able to keep that death touch blocker out, things like that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And then the uh, other uh, mechanic that I've been see that I saw was uh, the escape mechanic. So um, the escape mechanic is uh, you pay a certain type of mana cost. Um, the current one we have is Elspeth, uh, which is four and two white, and then you exile four other cards from your graveyard, and um, you get to cast it back, or you get to bring it back. From your graveyard, you, you you get to cast it for its escape oh. cost from the graveyard. Oh, okay. It's just like the little text block of escape. Reminder. I got you. Yeah, I think I think that's cool. That's the map. Um, escape from the underworld. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Ther- Maybe that's going to be the story. Will be Elspeth like clawing her way out of the Theros underworld to rejoin the planeswalkers. That I love know God of War, right so that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Is like. Elspeth battles back through hell and comes. Yeah, that'd be tight. Back. That Nicks would be tight. Comes back from Nyx. That'd be very cool. Um, like a Johnny would be happy. <laughs> uh, one thing that I also noticed, um, they reprinted Underworld Dreams. Oh yeah, uh, which is an enchantment for three black mana. It says whenever an opponent draws a card, Underworld Dreams deals one damage to that player. But they downshifted its rarity from rare to uncommon. I oh. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a solid reprint. Solid reprint. I think when they when these leaks hit, a lot a couple of the the printings of Underworld Dreams tanked in price because of this. Yeah, I mean, were they expensive? I'm, I'm glad. It's it's not that they were expensive. They may have went from like an eight dollar card to a two dollar card. card. But okay, yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. I, you know, it was a a pretty. It was a staple in like Nekasar and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So. It was kind of a staple in the I'm going to make you kill yourself black decks. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I like Hydra's Growth. It's a three-drop enchantment aura that has... uh, When Hydra's Growth enters the battlefield, put a plus-one counter on enchanted creature, and then at the beginning of your upkeep, double the number of plus-one counters on that enchanted creature. So, uh, yeah, your bro Yorvo, he just got a (laughs) solid three-mana upgrade because now every upkeep... Just doubling them counters. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Also, it'd probably even be good, good in Gargos. Yeah, yeah it'd be Gargos. Good in your Gargos deck Definitely. too. Yeah, for sure. Any Hydra deck. Dale, are you perchance a green so, mage? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> can't deny that one. You would not know it, but I also am. I love green. 
Like, it's always been a tough choice for me to choose between green and black. And, like, I, I do love green. I really do. Mono green decks are just fun to build and play. Like, they really are. They've got a little bit of everything, you know what I mean? I love mono green. I love the color green. I love things that are green. Just green in general. It's great. <laughs> Hell, you gotta get it. You gotta get a broccoli tattoo. Eh, I'd probably more go with something like squirrel? kale. What if it's a squirrel holding a green mana symbol? That might possibly be That's a funny, great yeah. tattoo idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But, uh, yeah. The there's a new uh, maze effect with a uh, labyrinth of Scophos. Uh, it's tap for a colorless, or tap for and tap it to remove target or attacking target attacking or blocking creature from combat. Uh, now it doesn't remove it from the game like uh, Mystifying Maze, mm-hmm. uh, but it also has a really heavy activation cost, unlike Maze of Ith. But it does the same thing as Maze of Ith. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maze of Ith is just tap it and remove it from combat, right? Yep. yep. Super good. It, and it, I mean, it's got that whole block of like. Doesn't deal damage. Doesn't take damage. Blah blah blah. Yeah, the reminder. Yeah, yeah, all that. <laughs> a book. But, uh, yeah. I do. I do like this one. Labyrinth of Scorpos. I like that. It's a good card. I I think that I like um, Mystifying Maze more, even though Mystifying Maze doesn't. It has a little bit more conditioning. I think having the ETB is better. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like this will be kind of like a budgeter version of that effect that oh, a yeah. lot more players will be able to like casually get their hands on and play mm-hmm. and i mean as a green mage as you said before it's kind of the bane of my existence to have my massive green creatures removed from combat yeah and sure. uh i mean we're we're seeing more of ashiok i hope we get another ashiok planeswalker that'd be cool i love ashiok they were just in war of the spark and their War of the Spark iteration, at least for Commander, was mm, yeah, mm, that Ashiok, absolutely fantastic. That Ashiok is that that one's Nightmare Adept, right? Or no, no that's, that's the Dreamweaver yep. or whatever. Um, Dream Render. Dream Render. Thank you. I have slotted that into every deck I could. I <laughs> do. It's it's amazing. So it's like so good. What was the only thing holding Richard back from killing you in that Arch Enemy tournament? Ashiok Dream <laughs> <Yep>. Render. <laughs> you, you it know? turns out. Shutting off people's ability to tutor and commander, really good. <laughs> and I think the the higher, like, it's especially good as a budget option because the higher cost, like, the higher someone's deck costs, the generally more the more fetch right. lands, the more tutors they have. You shut all that stuff off and you're just like, where is your scalding turn now? <laughs> well, I've just straight up, like, lost the game, too, to, like, an Ashiok, like... Just sheerly from the simple fact that there was a time when Adam had it out in Tassiger, and I think I can't remember which of my competitive decks I was playing, but even just his ability milling the top four and then everybody exiles their graveyard, he exiled all my win cons before Ashiok died. It was lucky, you know what I mean, but it can happen. So yeah, he's, he's keeping absolutely. me from tutoring, and he wiped my deck of all my win cons, like with his minus abilities. So I will, just, dude. I love any type of stranglehold effects. It's oh just yeah. so good. It's like, oh, your deck costs what two grand? Well, you're not gonna be using any of them expensive <laughs> cards. Sorry, it's just yep. fun. <laughs> you know, I, you, 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 someone, someone windmill slams a grim monolith on turn two, and Dale's like, collector oof. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so we we talked about earlier all the great uh, commander stuff that's coming out. This 
Theros Beyond Death does not have uh, Commander yeah, Precon to come out one, with it. Yeah. Uh, this thing releases January 24th, and the pre-release date is going to be uh, the weekend of the 17th, uh, 18th, 19th, 20th. You can do a pre-release Friday through Sunday. Um, so it doesn't have the, the Precon Commander stuff, but it does have um, the regular booster display, um, the bundles, which I just looked up. It has... 20 foil lands, 20 basic lands. So if okay. you're looking to so foil out, 50/50. yeah, if you're looking to foil out something with these lands, bundles are going to be the way to go. Sweet. Uh, the pre-release packs that I just mentioned, it's going to have theme boosters, a deck builder toolkit, uh, the planeswalker deck, and we're continuing with the um, uh, collectors boosters again. No really. Fantastic. Yeah, collectors boosters are going to be offered. Um, they come in. Um, <laughs> As a compulsive gambler, twelve packs in a box <laughs> for the collector's packs. So Neil, yep. from, Neil, from a shop owner standpoint, um, I know from a player standpoint, being that they're sold out everywhere, it seemed like they were a success. I don't know, GB, you bought them all. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, Him so they Josh. were a success. Yeah, um, yeah. I wanted to get my hands on a collector's pack. I mean, the price tag, like. Was a little, you know, prohibitive at first, but then when I saw the kind of stuff people were pulling, it was like, holy shit. I don't <laughs> think these, um, the throne, I think, was a special deal where they offered you a pack along with the buy box promo. Uh, they're not going to do that this time. This, okay. It'll just have the buy box, and if you want the collector's packs, uh, you're going to have to find a shop that carries, uh, carries them. Or yeah, find sweet. a Target or a Walmart that accidentally throws them on the shelves. <laughs> yeah, <first>. boy. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's at. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I... They sold. Yeah, it's honest. Like I said, the price per pack seemed a little prohibitive at first, but like the stuff people were pulling was bonkers. Like, it's not super bad to ask twenty five bucks for a pack of something that truly is worth twenty five dollars a pack. Oh yeah. Well, I bought one out, out of the whole time they were out and around here. I bought one pack, and I probably got the worst possible things that you could really? pull out of there. But that said. I still hit about $30 in cards out of that. Yeah. So, like, even though the pulls were just crap, I still at least got more than what I paid for it. So, overall, I mean, yeah, it's a good product. I yeah. mean, can I someone, cool. re- like, can we clip that where Dale says that the collector's boosters are a good product? I just need it for later. <laughs> I Don't mean, if, if you're looking for, like, you know, them foil cards, the, the yeah. EDH, like, staple, I'm going to bling out my deck. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, totally. That's the, the way I, to go. The really cool thing, too, was, like, the the Throne of Eldraine had those fairy tale borders and stuff like that oh. that you could get foiled out of those yeah. packs. Like, those cards look beautiful, man. Like, uh, I managed to I managed to snag the um, foil storybook uh, Lovestruck Beast. Oh, The one nice. that looks like the yep. Beast. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so pretty. That looks awesome. What was the, uh, There's the Merfolk that you liked a lot? Oh, the Merfolk uh, Secret Keeper? Yeah, yes. So. Yeah. That, that is probably one of my favorite arts of all time. Really? Like, that made it into my top ten instantly. Yeah, uh, it does look beautiful. Just the storybook art is on another level. I like the foil storybook for the Foulmire Knight, the three-drop mm. with the three-drop adventure. Like, that one looked really, really good. What's the order? The one Seb McKinnon did. Um, order, of the Ra- order of the Raven? Order no, it's of Order Knight. of Midnight. Order, order of, of Midnight. Yeah. Order of Midnight. That card in foil, insane. Yeah. Like, and the fact that, like, they gave you three of the storybook borders 
regardless of what pack you bought of the collector's edition. Yeah, you might not hit the Brazen Borrower and the, you know, the Oko yeah. foil borderless or whatever, yeah. but the fact that they gave you three of those sweet borders was yeah, just yeah. pretty good. I mean, it was an average of if you bought uh, just a box, per se. If you bought a box, you were going to get about like uh, 12 to 14 of the foil storybook commons, uh, about 6 to 8 of the story fo- foil storybook uncommons, um, and then you... Uh, unfortunately, the box was pretty mapped. Uh, yeah. That was one of the controversies surrounding the set. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you hit the premium foil full art card, if you hit the first one in the box, the next four packs were always... Really? Yeah. So you so if you, see- if you bought it in a chunk, you could resale the rest of the packs and know that there was garbage in them. Mm-hmm. And that was like a huge thing. There was like a don't buy... Uh, single collector's packs if you know that they're not searched and resold. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't mean, buy them off of eBay, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, like I don't care. I know I'm still going to buy them from Neil regardless. I don't, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not, I already trust him. Yeah. And, but it was, like, a huge deal for online retailers. Well, d- Neil, do you remember? I actually had said that, when, like, before the Eldraine pre- pre- uh, pre-release. I came in and I was like, I think these boxes are mapped. And, like, because I was watching a lot of box openings and stuff like that on YouTube to see if they were worth it. And, like, for example, Rudy from Alpha. That's that's who did the he, box map. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, because I watched a video where he was like, okay, I'm starting to notice a trend here. You know what I mean? And, like, he'd pull a pack and crack it, and it would be in there. And he's like, okay, now watch me crack this one. And they were in there and, and stuff like that. So Then he yeah. did a definitive video about I must the have box, just not seen that About one. the yeah. box mapping where he said... He, he pulled the first pack, and he opened it, and it was a premium foil full art card. And he's like, okay... There's going to be one more premium full art foil, and then there's either going to be two storybook foils or two more uh, premium full art foils. Yeah. And every time he was correct. He opened, yeah. like, I think four boxes, and it was oh, the same. He opened, yeah, he opened a lot of boxes. <laughs> over, over 40, I think, were yeah. his, mm-hmm. his collector's yeah. But, you know. Alpha investments, man. <laughs> That's why I randomize all my boxes when I open them up. Yeah, it's a good idea. Because, I mean, you, like, as an LGS, you sell other card games. Like, I know for a fact Yu-Gi-Oh! boxes are mapped. Um, I, I'm not 100% if Pokemon boxes are. I've never really, I've never been I've into never Pokemon. I've never purchased but Pokemon since. Yu-Gi-Oh! boxes are mapped. When you first crack open the Yu-Gi-Oh! box, the top two packs have, like, secret rares in them. Like, maybe potentially a ghost rare, stuff like that. So, yeah, you have to shuffle the boxes or somebody. Somebody who knows is going to come in and right. be like, yep, I want these two packs and nothing else. And, you know, then that kind of takes away the mystification for the rest of the shoppers. Which I think is lame. Yeah, be a real gambler. Yeah, it is. Get lame. in there and just buy the pack, you scrub. <laughs> I'm I'm not a I'm. Every time I decide to gamble on a pack, I get skunked. <laughs> like I think I bought, I think I bought. Uh, what was the one? It was either Ultimate Masters or I bought an Eternal Masters pack last time you had them, and I think I got like Goblin Charbelcher. <laughs> yeah, like that, some, was a t- that was Eternal. Was it was an Eternal? Yeah, yeah. I was like, God Eternal. damn it! <laughs> like, I really wanted that Mana Crypt. I still need to get myself a Mana Crypt, and yeah. Dude, I remember it was 
kind of around when I first started playing Magic, and I came up here, and I bought a pack of uh, Eternal Masters, and or I mean of. Uh, yeah, Eternal Masters, and I pulled a Mana Crypt out of it. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. No, I remember that. Yeah. I was here when dude, you pulled that. I was like, what? Oh, my God, dude. I, was just like I didn't so know pumped. you at the time. Yeah. I was but. so pumped, though. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I pulled I'm this. It's awesome. And then I was Peanut still butter a scrub and magic player at the time, so I was like, I'm selling this immediately. Yeah. Sold it. Got money for It'd it. It'd be and nice now to have I'm that now, like, yeah. Son of a gun, that's one of the last cards I need for Yassan. Yep. Dang. I mean, it's speaking of Yassan, I think... His new art in the green commander yeah, yeah. Uh, collection. Uh, Gavin, uh, the wizard's employee who spoiled all this stuff for us, uh, was allowed was allowed quote unquote to show us two. I think he ended up showing three pieces of art. Yeah, he right? did. Showed he showed four pieces of art. What was the fourth? Two Baron for, Two for the green. Two for the legends. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was Jessica, yep. Baron, Sangir, and then the two green cards. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, Isan in one of those green cards is like center stage, like playing his, yep. yeah, playing his instrument, and playing you can a s- chord that's calling all of the. <laughs> and that's the big <laughs> the thing, like, creatures. ooh, what's the card? Yeah, that was one of the big, one of the big yeah. questions. Uh, I mean, I think you're right, honestly. I think it is chord of calling. Yeah. Let's take a minute. Let's it speculate. Would, it so, would make sense. Let's, we let's, know three of the four artworks that came out. So the the chick with the weapons and the, like the dreads. That's you're Jessica. talking right Jessica. now about the the uh, pack that's going to contain eight cards of staples. We're talking about both that and the Commander Legend artwork. Yeah, I got you. Yep. Yeah, the, so we know Baron Sangir. Gotcha. We know Jessica, whatever they're going to call her. Um, and we well, basically Jessica, know Cordo Jessica Collin. was a uh, mono red card, right? Yes. And yeah. then turned Kamal's into sister, Phage, actually. the Untouchable. Yep. Yeah. So I can see a Rakdos maybe card a Rakdos. For her. I, I the card looks like it could be a Rakdos card. It really does. It really reminds me of Lysolda the Blood Witch. Yeah, the old uh, card yeah. from Ascension. Mm. It really reminds me of Lysolda the Blood Witch. Oh so that's, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I get real Rakdos vibes from it. Yeah, but yeah, if you if you were unfamiliar, uh, Jessica is uh, Kamal's sister, uh, Kamal Fists of Croja, and Jessica. Turned into Phage the Untouchable, which uh, is one of the bi- one of the biggest non-bows in Commander. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> if you cast it, if she enters the battlefield from anywhere but your hand, you lose the game. So you know, yeah, and don't let she, her die. If she deals <laughs> combat damage to anybody, they lose the game. Yeah. So I mean, there's like a trade-off, but uh, yeah, it's not a good one though. Not good enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not good enough. But yeah, I mean, we also got. We got the Yasan art, which is almost undoubtedly Court of Calling. But let's pretend for a second it isn't. What else do you think maybe it could be? Genesis I that, Wave. I like. I could see Harmonize. Okay, yeah. Like Ooh, a Harmonize. draw spell? Yeah. The, yeah. Only, the only has one printing? The yeah. only problem I see with Harmonize, though, is just like... No, I don't know. It's not. A, that, it's not an expensive card at all. Ultimate so, Masters, uh, and they've printed oh, they it in Commander. Yeah, yeah. It's printed a couple times. Yeah. yeah. But I think it would Commander. If, if I haven't been clear, uh, we've been celebrating all these Commanders leaks with. Uh, we've all been uh, imbibing during this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I'm screwing up, uh, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Blaming on the alcohol. But uh, yeah, as you were saying, Adam. Yeah, I think. I think this is a great. 
product in order to do reprints that aren't always on everybody's mind at the same time. So, like, everybody thinks this could be cool to calling, but I don't know. I think they're going to hit us with a curveball and give us something else. Well, I think the curveball is going to come from the other piece of art that came from the green yeah, collection. Yeah, like, I have I'm, no idea. Dude, yeah. I'm saying. I think it might, like... <clears throat> It's the same symbol as in Azusa. In her crown. Yes, yeah, in her crown. Mm-hmm. So I feel it's very Kamigawa. The only other staple that I can think of from Kamigawa is uh, Kodama's Reach. But, yeah, you know That I mean? is specifically a creature. He did come out. He and did say, say oh, that yeah, the, yeah. the art is for a creature, yeah. And again, Kodama's Reach is a cheap card. So if we're looking for quality reprints, like yeah. Kodama's Reach is but a like, cheap card, so. Why would they theme it towards Kamigawa? I don't know that it's necessarily that it's themed towards Kamigawa. I think that what was mentioned was that it was themed towards like an Azusa type card. So maybe it's something that allows you to play extra lands. I originally was thinking Oracle of Moldiah. Okay. That was my that. that was my original thought for that card. Was like maybe Oracle of Moldiah. Um, Somebody had said, I saw several people say Avenger of Zendikar, and I'm just like, no, absolutely not. That card is not, not aggressive angry enough. enough. Yeah, yes, it's not exactly. aggressive. Thank you. Like, that card is a very tranquil artwork. Like, there's no way it's Avenger of Zendikar. I like, went with doubling season. I, because maybe, yeah. the way those, like, little orbs are, like, like budding and stuff, stuff like that. just looks yeah. very symmetrical in the art, and it's like a plant coming out of the ground, and... I, I could know. see it. I it, could see it. But that's just wishful thinking, honestly, because Doubling Season is an insanely expensive card. Yeah. It needs a freaking another reprint after Battle Bond to hopefully lower the price. So. I think one of the most logical cards that I've heard that it could be is Seedborn Muse. Yeah. Um, I really like that idea, I too. don't want it to be Seedborn Muse because we've gotten, in the last two years, two reprints of that card. Um, it's now under $5. Like, I don't think we need that reprinted again. Um, Seaborn Muse was a $30 card. When I got my Seaborn Muse from Neil, thank you, Neil, um, it was a $30 card. Like, and now they're $3, I think, after the most recent printing in Commander 19. Like, yeah. we, we don't need a Seaborn If they Muse, want this product to sell and they're going to have the lists out there of what's going to be in it, then they need to put a value, even if it's just one. There yeah, has for sure. to be a solid value reprint, and I'm talking a card that's sitting around forty. Oracle of Moldova. You know, some yeah, Oracle doubling season. What's something the lowest like that? What's the lowest from the vault set? What, Probably. The uh, I was going to say transform. I think. I think it's, or, it's the or, newest. Or annihilation. Also, yeah. annihilation. Annihilation is also, but pretty low. They're still fifty bucks, right? Yeah. yeah. Before I get into my thoughts, what what's your speculation, Neil? Uh, I haven't given it a lot of thought. Um, I'm just excited that these are going to be available in all five colors, and they're probably going to have to do an artifact one too, right? I, th- I would think, yeah. I would hope. Just uh, reprint from the vault, really. <laughs> please. Oh, yeah, give us another Mox Diamond, please. Uh, <laughs> what I, would they call that one? Commander uh, Commander Spellbook uh, Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Dude, hashtag make artifacts brown again. Get on that straight up. I already started it, so get on it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sure uh, here, here's my reasoning why I don't think it's Oracle Moldiah, that second piece of artwork. Uh, for one, it's not an elf. 
It's it's clearly yeah. an element uh, elemental of some kind or spirit. Yes, that's or, I could uh, see sea because of the spirit. Yeah, or a plant. Or a plant. Yes, that's why. Can I, you imagine if it's just like a garbage phthalate card? Like I'd be really pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Like, this would be heavy. Yeah. This is like spring boom bloom phthalate or something. I like love that. Like, get out of here, bro. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna awesome. throw that big of a curveball. I would yeah. hope not. I would hope Alex. not. It's a super niche card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. I would not even remotely consider that a staple. But um, sorry, go ahead. But the reason why I lean toward Avenger is because we're gonna be keep. We're gonna be going back to Zendikar here soon, and Zendikar is now being. Um, going back to the way it was before all the Eldrazi cataclysm that hit it. Sure, sure. So I can see it, like, maybe, like, creating more life. That's what Avenger Zendikar does. I get you guys' thing. Like, he's not, I like, like where you're going beefy with enough. No, I do not. get your point. I really like I it. will still disagree with you. I'm not, <laughs> no, I mean, no. Um, but if you are right, I'll buy you a beer. I think Sweet. I've joined the the Avenger Zendikar team. I really think that's, yeah. that's a solid... I just... Solid speculation. I right don't. There. I just still be, like for the same reason JB and I said earlier. Like it's not avenging a aggressive something enough doesn't card. always have to mean you're being aggressive when you're avenging something. No, are you sure you can that. do it subtly? You That's can. true. But think about it. I mean, it's not avenging Zendikar anymore if a Zendikar is going back to normal. Like think about it. It's not now. It's tranquil Zendikar. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I don't. It's not avenging anything anymore. It's not. I don't know. That's my opinion. My second clue True. towards it is the fact that it is uh, creating a plant. Or a, or it may even be a sapling, which it would go against the Avengers and the car. But, like, it's creating something. It is, definitely. I, for a second, until they said it was a creature, thought maybe it was a, a token doubler, like um, doubling seasonal yeah. parallel lives, maybe even, or something like that. But, um, yeah, I do believe it has been confirmed that it is a creature art. So, but Maybe then, it's Lotus Cobra. I mean, I know it's not a snake, but... I was Maybe thinking it was Cobra. definitely <laughs> something to do, like, either with doubling stuff, tokens, or, like, some type of, like, fungal card. Like, it, it's that? a plant, like, coming out with spores that are coming off what of it. That, or what was that something. Battle Bond card that was a plant and also doubled tokens? Bramble Sovereign. Yeah. That was yeah. an elemental. Yeah. I Bramble see some. Sovereign. Yeah, and that's an that expensive is a good green staple. Too. That is a good green staple. Yeah. Yeah. That's sitting at Bramble like 20, 20 something really? dollars right now. Oh, I got mine for $8. Bread. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I cracked mine out of the pack. Nice. Hell yeah. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> but to go into more of it, like, it, like, to get away from the artwork, more speculation is like, this is the perfect time to get our worldly tutor, which I know you've been raving about, Trevor. Dude, I'm telling um, you, if there's not a worldly tutor in this set, I might lose my mind like we need, <laughs> need it. to we uh, need like it. it's completely bogus that we have oh, not yeah. gotten that one we got all the other one drops reprinted mystical what's the last, re- what's the last re- mirage mirage yeah. dude like yeah. sixth and edition it, and mirage but it's still at only like 15 bucks right yeah it's not yes bad. but it's just the simple fact that we've gotten vampiric we've gotten mystical enlightened and i mean hell we got gamble, gamble. we got gamble <laughs> and ultimate Twice. masters and gamble's Twice. garbage like give How us the dare you? tutor yeah, Gamble like, came out in Eternal and Ultimate Masters. Oh, thing. it was in yeah. Eternal as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, then come on. Please, hashtag reprint Worldly Tutor. Wizards, <laughs> please. Um, I have all the ones I need. I just want a new artwork. <laughs> like, every other one oh, yeah. tutor got think, a new I artwork. I think a new like, artwork would be cool. God, the new Mystical, like, the Eternal Masters Mystical Tutor is just beautiful. 
Like the vampiric tutor is beautiful. Like just please give me a worldly tutor. May, what do you, what do you what about this? What if that's not court of calling? What if that's worldly tutor? I, cool, good. <laughs> I don't care. You <laughs> saw that was, yeah, that was my second uh, my guess other than court of calling. Yeah, he's the wandering bard. Like he goes around the worlds in order to find yeah. something. I like the Genesis Wave idea. I do, I do think too. that's cool. Um, that is definitely a green staple. I think um, that should get reprinted. I've run Genesis, Genesis Wave. It was in, just an iconic. Yeah, yeah, it was an iconic. It's been printed a lot. It's not very expensive. No, card, two printings. It's got Scars of Mirrodin and iconic. Yep. But look okay. at like the past, like spell, the spell books and stuff like that. For Jace, there's like there's a counter spell. Which how many times counter spell been reprinted? Yeah, but it's yeah. just that iconic like, that it yeah. doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, like I have my whole box at home with like all my bulk rares and stuff. And I mean, I dude, I have. 10 probably genesis wave yeah just dude chilling yeah, great there. card like i've been running genesis wave like in all my mono green decks since time yeah. immemorial for my magic playing career like <laughs> yeah. it's just a great card yeah. i think I crows, gen- and, crows and grip should be in this group but i don't know if you're going to put that if you only have eight cards yeah maybe you're going to put a dollar card in yeah there. i don't know I if think, that makes the cut i think that crows and grip could go in there i think especially I think it if it was because like it's got foil. Split second. Dude, if it's it was so foil crows and grip uh, you gotta get that with new promo, art. man. Yeah, with that new promo art. Pros and grip it is a hundred percent staple in like every yeah. single green deck. Even if, right. but if this is a fifty dollar product, and they well, put then that, that, in there. that should be one that would be on the very bottom end of cards acceptable in there. Yeah, yeah. there's gonna be bottom end cards. It's gonna be top end cards. Top end cards. I think we should get a Sylvan Library reprint. Oh my god, Grace. I think we should get an Oracle Maldaya reprint. Agree. Yep. This is this is stuff that needs reprinted. Crater Hoof is a big green staple that in most green decks people yep, run their Crater Yep, only been printed twice, and it's still a thirty dollar card. I can see yep. Crater yep. Hoof getting reprinted. I mean, you two, you two are my green guys. What what do you guys? Worldly tutor. Yeah. Well, I mean, besides <laughs> besides the stuff yeah. that we've named. No, I a hundred percent agree with the stuff that you said. Um, yeah. I didn't really think about Sylvan Library. I mean, yes, we did get it just reprinted in Eternal Masters, but I mean, it's still a $40 card. Yep. What about like, Natural just, Order? Natural, Natural Order, would, Order be would be good. Or one. maybe even, um, what's the one they read? Greater Good? They reprinted yeah. that in Battle Bond, but still a great green staple. That could be a lower um, end card. Yeah, yeah. Like, because that did used to be expensive. It's not super mm-hmm. expensive anymore, but. Uh, yeah, Greater Good wouldn't be a bad one. I do still like the Genesis Wave idea. I don't necessarily think that that Yasan art is Genesis Wave, but I could see it being in the set. Yeah. Do, um, you, uh, do you know, Dale, if Eureka is on the reserve list? Uh, I believe it is, yeah. Okay. Eureka is, I'm pretty sure, okay. reserve list. All right, and uh, I think it did <laughs> just get uh, removed off of band and put on restricted for, for uh, vintage. vintage. Hmm, interesting. But I'm yeah, really racking. <laughs> I'm racking my brain right now. I can't. I think those are the those are the top green cards. Like they really are. Like birds, Oracle, paradise, birds. I could see birds in there. Yeah, birds it's would be the cool. best dork. Period. Like, oh, yeah. Period. Like I could see birds in there. I mean, it's still an eight dollar card too. I mean, it's been printed like five times recently, and it's still like an eight dollar card. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, just they, that good. they should definitely throw like birds in there. See, if they don't throw birds card. and they throw like Llanowar elves or Elvish Mystic in there, then I'll be pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be ridiculous. That'd be crappy. But yeah. I definitely think the most needed reprints are certainly Oracle of Moldia, Doubling Season, Crater Hoof. The cards that are you know twenty five dollars plus. Yeah. yeah, reprint them. Get them in the hands of people, young kids who can't afford to go out and. 
drop, you know, $300 on a play set or something yeah, to totally, play with or something. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Just reprint the cards for them. Yeah, definitely check us out on the uh, Instagram page at the Commander's Vault. Let us know what you guys think about what could be potential reprints for this set because I'm sure... I mean, what, there's thousands of Magic cards. I am sure there's stuff that we didn't think of, you know what I mean? And, like, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say about what you want to see reprinted and things like that. Well, here's the main reason why you should tell us. Because in our episode 10, we are going to be giving away a booster box of Modern Horizons. So, in order to get entered into this, what you need to do is... Direct message the Commander's Vault podcast or MTG Survivalist. Send us a direct message and tell us what you think is going to be in these green uh, Commander Collection. What are they called? Uh, Commander Collection Green. The Commander's yeah, Collection saying, Green. I keep so, saying Commander yeah. Spellbook because I just have I know like what let us called. let us know in a DM. Don't do that yet. During episode 10, there's going to be a keyword that Dale's going to drop yeah. on you. Uh, you'll have to DM that keyword or key phrase along with uh, what your vote would be for one of these eight cards. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, yeah, definitely next week when we – or in two weeks from now when we come out with our next episode, we'll have the keyword in there. So uh, make sure to let us know what you think is going to be in there so that you can get entered in. Uh, so I'm I'm sitting here looking through my uh, crew fix build on uh, my phone here and uh, just thinking of more green ideas. Uh, tooth and nail was something I didn't. Uh, yeah, I hadn't think even about. considered that. Hell, maybe that's tooth and nail. I could that see would that. Be cool. I could see that being tooth and nail. You yeah. know, the uh, the Yasan art. I could see it maybe being tooth and nail. I'm still dead set on court of calling, but. I think Mana Reflection would Mana. be another one Mana. that I card is so busted. That'd be good. <laughs> it just Selvala, needs to be Heart of the yeah. Wild. That'd be a good one to reprint, too. Yeah. That's an expensive card. Is Vernal Bloom? Vernal Bloom is not expensive, yeah. but it is a good green staple. I'm, I'm just saying, like, is it on the reserve list? No, it's from Urza Saga. It's from 8th edition, too. So. Oh, okay, 8th yeah. edition. I don't play green. Yeah, I'm Fair a, enough. I, I play green rarely. I'm but. making my first green yeah. commander, like mono green commander deck in probably almost 10 years. Nice. Noob, what so. was your original? What was the first green commander deck I ever made? Was Omnath when he released? Yeah, uh, yeah. What was mine, Adam? I dude, it's been so long. I've changed commanders. Uh, oh God, you. Started. I had Varinclex. Yeah, you had which Varinclex. was just asinine. I had Rishkar Pima Renegade at one point. Yeah, as the commander of that deck. It is most recently my Azusa deck. Which I think is the best iteration as far as commanders go that I've had for that deck. Oh god, what was it? What was it before Varinclex? I don't It was a four drop. I just don't remember what it was. I just I'm drawing a blank here. Do you know what it did? Can you now, the honestly, I can't even I literally remember nothing. It was that immemorable that I just don't even know. Like what set did you start in? I started around like Origins Battle for Zendikar era. Hell, it might have even been Nylea, because I know that was the first, like, mono-green, like, 
like um, mythic I ever bought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it might have been Nylea. I honestly knows? can't remember, man. You've, I can't you've either. Your green deck a lot. I have. Uh, I do want to take a timeout from the speculation from the uh, green cards, and I want to go back to the uh, five commander decks we're getting mm. um, from Ikora. First off, great birthday present. Just want to plug that in. And second off, um, I'm not getting you shit. <laughs> this is the first time we're going back to five commander decks. I know, dude. Like that's since, got me very excited. Yeah. Since the four color. Come on, wizards! It's fetch time. One in each deck, please. Seventy new cards. Seventy-one. Yes. They can give. They can give us a fetch. Do you guys think <laughs> we are gonna get our uh, allied colors this time? The allied pairing. So dual color deck. That'd yes. be cool. That'd we be got cool. the enemy ones prior. We have yet to get the allied ones. That was what, Commander 2015, right? 20, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, yeah. All Right now, all speculation is valid for the most part. You know what I mean? As long as you're not throwing something completely ridiculous out there. Like, I think it's definitely possible. Like, I'd like to see it. Yeah, I honestly don't want to want to see Tribal again, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> I do not want to see Tribal again. Uh, I'm over it. What do you guys think? I'm not a fan of partner decks, personally, in my opinion. I think they lead to too much CDH. I was going to say, because uh, you got clapped by Timia Thrasios so much. And I personally would love to see Tribal continued, and I want a freaking legendary squirrel commander That'll be a to build a tribal thing. deck around, no, no, and no, it no. better not be unset because that's gonna piss me off. I want to be able to play it in events. Within the last week, there was an article I read on Facebook that was from Wizards. There is going to be an actual legendary squirrel coming soon. <laughs> really? A non-silver bordered legendary. Oh, squirrel. dude, I, I'm I so pumped! What? Dude, I Are you sure that's life. not hashtag fake news? It could have been hashtag <laughs> fake news, but I swear I'm to God, I read the article. Now, the picture for the article was the Earl of Squirrel from the last sunset. Okay. However, the article did say Wizards is looking at giving us a green a, a squirrel. I'm so happy right now. I was about to cry. I'm so happy. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I'm JP pulled it up. Oh, Mark man. Rosewater confirmed on his blog that the first ever legendary squirrel <laughs> will be introduced in unsanctioned, the silver bordered pre-constructed product. Oh, Sorry, wait, no, Dale. so it is going to be on. No. Sorry, Dale. I w- no, but sometimes... I'll let you play with it in the shop. Yeah, how about him, My dreams are crushed. He, he literally went from, like, super they, giddy to... They could legitimately <laughs> go, like, print it black bordered. Like, there were... I think there was one card in the last <sighs> set that was black bordered. Wasn't it Grenzo uh, or something like that? Or? No, it was it was a card that had um, it had been printed in Conspiracy or something. Like no, that, it got it? printed in Future Sight. Okay. And since uh, uh, it already had the printing of Future Sight, it got uh, gotcha in black border. All they have to do is just not make it broken, and it could potentially they could potentially just be like, you know what? We know people like squirrels and want to have a squirrel commander. This is going to be in the onset, but it'll be black border, so that way you can play it legally in your commander events and things like that. I have a I would like to for say, you. I would like to say real quick, I do not want them, when this next onset comes out, to make onset cards legal for like a month again. That was just stupid. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm like heavily against onset cards being played in commander. Sorry, you hate fun. He's the Grinch. <laughs> he hates fun. <laughs> I, I have a squirrel commander for you. What's that? More fun. 
Yeah, that's there you trash. Go. Morphon's <laughs> trash. Get out of here. Well, Yorvo's the best squirrel commander that's ever been printed. Straight up, dude. Like, enters with the counters, and anytime a green creature enters, he gets more counters. Like, it's set up for squirrels, so they should Do you guys think I could get away with doing these? all these five pre-con decks are available at pre-release? What if I did a tournament with these commander decks instead of the pre-release and kits. you get a commander kit whenever you whenever you register to play can i make it a, a executive decision since it's most likely going to be on the 18th of april i guess uh yes <laughs> well you heard it's it my birthday executive dude you would you would honestly decision. like i think like people already like just from the one pre-release that you've done so far. I mean, it was packed in here. Right. I think you do that, and you might need to buy some more tables. <laughs> like for so real. you come in, you get one of the random decks. You pay me your X amount of dollars. Yep. You get a random Planeswalker deck, and with your entrance fee, here's uh, here's three packs of a pre-release kit. That'd be sweet. That'd be cool. Something to That'd think be about. cool, man. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'm down for whatever. <laughs> I had to ask if I can do that. I'm not yeah. sure what I have to do with the pre-kits, but... yeah. I think, like, okay, so for example, if you're charging 20 or 25 for the pre-release kit, maybe you charge 40 and you get the pre-release kit and a random commander deck. Who knows? You know what I mean? And then, like, are you saying you would make, instead of it being uh, a sealed pre-release tournament, make it a commander tournament? Then, yeah, I would, just, dope, I, would, I would just be like, pay your 40 bucks. I'll, you know, here's a, com here's a random commander deck. You can, you know, for 10 more dollars, here's the, here's the, uh, the pre-release kit, and you can just do whatever you want with that. But this is a commander yeah. tournament. Yeah, <laughs> that'd like be that. sweet, man. That, like that'd be sweet, up. and that all, and like you said, that stuff all counts towards your WPN status and things. Well, like not that, yet. So. There will come a point when all the um, all of our software will get updated, all our recording okay. software, and when that happens, at sometime in quarter two. So it might not hit for the the Icora stuff, um, but when we get the new software to report Friday Night Magic and any other events. Um, that's when engaged players will, will count as commander players. Too. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Ultimately, the decision is yours, man, but we would, you know, I think you know how could be fun. this would feel. I think it'd be a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, definitely. For I sure. Mean, if, if you put command, if you allow commander to be like a pre-release format, then I'm there, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I'm there anyway. That made me happy that I was able to do it here. But yeah, that sounds really dope, and I hope that that can be fandangled in a way that works and you know gets you points and stuff because uh hell yeah i would definitely I do that yeah. so uh what else do we have to look uh, forward no, to we uh we covered everything we got the next everything. next thing coming up is the um the theros that's the third pre-releases third weekend in january uh then icora um that's our five pre-con decks then Zendikar Rising, two commander decks, recon decks. Yeah, we um, didn't talk about that yet. We didn't? Oh, no. I mean, we, 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 we touched on it. On yeah, we yeah. touched on it. We're, getting, just, we're only we, getting three new cards they in are, they are, oh, okay. Yeah, they're replacing the Planeswalker decks. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think these will be, quote-unquote, our Planeswalker decks. Right. Uh, the, quote-unquote, dual decks. that You'll are, still get Planeswalker's deck, decks with the core set mm -hmm. each year. Uh, but with each set, these are re commander decks will be replacing them. That's good. I don't really think the Planeswalker decks are all that powerful, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, they almost always, like, dumb down the power level of the Planeswalkers in the Planeswalker decks in favor of the Planeswalkers that are in the actual set. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, look at Oko Thief of Crowns versus Oko the Trickster, or whatever the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're almost always completely nerfed. So, that'll be interesting. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we pretty much covered everything. Yeah, a lot to we look got, forward to. Which is, uh, which is good. We're coming up on, like, uh, you know, an hour and ten minutes. Uh, the only thing I think we missed is that for the Commander Legends, we're also getting two Commander decks with that as well. That's right, yeah. So, along with a new Commander draft set, which we have yet to find out all the rules there, uh, we're getting two Commander decks. So, nine total Commander decks in the year 2020. This is the year of the Commander. Mm, finally, boys. Yeah, like, it's just... I'm excited. This is a bright day. <laughs> yeah, I've, me recently kind of dumbing down my, not dumbing down my decks, but bringing it to, like, a core five decks, I'm looking forward to building a new commander deck within the Me next too. year. Me too. Same. Like, We're going to be seeing, you can come into the shop anytime and see something you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, 70 new legendaries that people can brew with. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, be, be awesome. It's going to be great yeah, for, for the sure. format. Yeah, and we're going to get all kinds of legendaries. We're going to get uncommon legendaries that may not be super good, but people may like them for janky decks and whatnot. We're one, get... one thing that we didn't talk about that I could see happening in that legend set is um, new four-color commanders. Yeah. Like a Traxa, Yggdras, so. and stuff like that. Like We could get commanders from every color combination at that point. Maybe we'll get more colorless commanders, more five-color commanders. Three, two, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You get it. The you know possibilities I mean? like, are literally endless. Yeah, I will, it's very cool. I will say, and I think this is what they may do because they've done this in years past, is that they may go back and like touch up on old legends. Like, I mean, we know of the two, the artwork that already came out. Uh, they may go back and just like give um, who's a bad Caverick. Yeah, they, they may give Caverick a new. Yeah, new card, better, better abilities. And not stuff cost like that. seven mana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, is effective. Is really it is good. really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But still seven it's mana for a commander. I agree. I think it's a. I think it's a good time to go back and brush up on some older characters. Like we are getting Jessica Warrior Adept. We're, we got. We're getting Baron Sangir, Lord Wingrace. Got reprinted recently, and so that brought back an old character yeah. from old lore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I, I see. That's totally I want prom- a new. I want a new uh, commander playable Mishra. That'd be cool. We just got a commander playable Urza and Yogmoth. And Yogmoth, I yeah. think a Mishra that's commander playable. Considering the old Mishra, if you're unfamiliar, was uh, Grixis colors, which is black, red, blue, and whenever you cast an artifact. Uh, you got to search your library for another artifact of that name, put it in your hand. Well, in yeah, Commander, that's completely yeah. useless. Yep. Yeah. So, a new yeah. Mishra would be cool. That'd be very cool. I mean, <laughs> try not to break her like you did Urza and uh, Yagmoth, but. No, go ahead. We don't care. I mean, I, on my Instagram channel, I'm just a small fry in the uh, MTG world. But what I do see a lot of people asking me anytime I post like old cards is just people bombarding me with, man, I really hope we go back to these old sets mm-hmm. or get old lore or old commanders we can build with because like I really, I wasn't playing magic when those sets came out and I want to be able to have that experience, experience. of what that you know, yeah. world and plane was like. Yeah. So I really hope that 
they definitely give kickbacks to all the old uh, summon legend. Like, yeah. all of those, like, please reprint those or just, like, totally make new cards out of them. Wait. Go ahead. No, one of the, I mean, one of the first legendaries that I ever owned was Maraxis of Keld. <laughs> See, I don't even know that card. Yeah. <laughs> Maraxis of Keld, I believe, I, it's been so long that I can't even remember what his like ability was I'm gonna, I'll, I'll I think a lot of the, what I've been seeing a lot of cry for and I see this all the time when we hear yeah. about new commander stuff is um, a, a new Boros legendary that's actually good <laughs> so maybe with 70 new legendaries we'll get a Boros commander that's actually reasonably playable doubtful here, here. I'm also doubtful. Isn't he like X, where X is like everything on your side? Yeah, Maraxis of Keld has power and toughness equal to the total of number untacked artifacts, creatures, and lands you control. But I loved his flavor text. That was my favorite part of the whole card. I have no master. I am chaos. That's pretty cool. That wow. is pretty oh, that's cool. pretty good, too, for a six drop. His PT is equal to the number of untapped artifacts, creatures, and lands you control. Yeah. That is That's pretty, pretty good. solid. That that is, especially the, in Commander. Throw a Whisper Silk Cloak on him and just have yep. it all board loaded up and weatherlight. Yeah, yeah, that was the first that was the first legendary creature I ever owned. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's sweet. Hey, it's but. been awesome sitting in with you guys. I gotta get out of here. Um but uh next week, giveaway. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Again, wanna hit on that next week. In episode 10, we will give you the uh, keyword, and uh, you'll send us the DMs, get entered in for a chance to win a booster box of Modern Horizons. You do not want to miss that. You already know it's off the chain. It's a booster box of Modern Horizons. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, as far as uh, you sitting in with, in with us, thank you. No. It was yeah. fun. Thank All right, you. man. It was yeah, a great yeah, time. Great time. To talk and, about I mean, we're, we're, pretty, I mean we're pretty far into our... Uh, our broadcast here so yeah but we're celebrating so yeah that's right <laughs> but if we celebrate anymore the rest of the podcast is going to be you know drawn because <laughs> yeah. i'm going to start slurring my speech here but, uh, yeah uh, thank you everybody for listening uh we are here at the commander's vault i'm jb i'm trevor i'm adam neil dale and thanks so much have, have a good one guys later